Well, good morning, everybody. It's Vision Sunday, and uh, praise God, we want to share with you what God's going to do with this church, with us as a people. And so, uh, as we approach this message today, it's not our norm. Some of you that are visiting, this is not the normal service we have. We're going to be sharing our vision and what we're going to accomplish as a group of believers in Jesus Christ called to this community uh, to pursue his purposes. First of all, let me just introduce you. We are Christ Community Church. We are Christ-centered, community-minded assembly of people gathered in Jesus' name. We're here to do something very basic, and that is to impact this community with Christ, thus the name. How are we going to do that? Our vision is to effectively impact our community by making disciples of Christ. It is my belief that if you gather a couple believers, those who follow after Jesus, they're going to change the environment that they're in. And so as we gather as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, growing in stature and in maturity of our calling, we're going to impact the community we are residing in. And so that's our vision. We're a discipling church. We want to grow you. This isn't just a Sunday go to meet in church. This isn't just a, a, a religious duty. This is coming together to grow in our each unique calling and purpose so that we will bring the kingdom to bear in our communities. Amen? So that's our mission. Our mission is to reach out. It's to reach out to equip believers so that they're reaching the lost and inviting the lost in. It's not to just grow a building and grow the number of people. It's to increase the kingdom with souls that are being saved. We've got to recognize people are going to hell. There's an eternal destiny here at play. And most people, well, let me put it to you this way. Everybody who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ is on the road to eternal damnation. We've got a message to bear. So we must reach out. As you're growing and learning in the Lord, we must reach out. And in doing that, then we receive. We've got to be a church ready to receive people of all types, all ways, all brokenness, and bring them in and let them come meet Jesus. We want to receive the presence of the Lord, receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and receive people into that. So that thirdly, we can raise them up, bring them into the kingdom of God, nurture them in the power of the word and spirit, and mature them as believers. And as we grow in discipleship, what do we do? We go right back to reaching out, receiving and raising up, and we continually perpetuate that plan and purpose as a church. That's how we're going to effectively impact the community. How are we going to do that as a church? We value these basic principles. Number one, discipleship. Continual spiritual growth and maturity. I pray, it is my heart, that by the end of 2022, you will be more mature in Christ than you were when we started. I'm praying that you're more mature than you were last week in Jesus. That you're continuing to grow and to understand the word of the Lord. Amen? This isn't just a community club. This, this isn't, I don't want this to be just some gathering where you get to have friends. 
We're about the Lord's work. We are the ecclesia, the called out of God, the ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven, and we're to bring his will into the earth. And so discipleship is essential for that. Second is family. We believe that family is the strongest unit of faith and community. Now, you might say, well, my kids have moved out and I'm just by myself. But this is family. We're building a family of believers in Christ Jesus, the household of God. We become brothers and sisters united. So in these days, how many of you noticed that we need to be united as the people of God? We can't let all the voices and all the craziness that's in the world begin to divide the body of Christ. We have got to be united under one umbrella, one purpose, and that one faith, one baptism is Jesus is Lord. Everything points to him. So a family of God, and we build community where the key to community is I esteem others more highly than myself. We begin to care for each other, pay attention to each other, notice the needs for each other, and in doing this, we also want to reach out and win the lost. If we cultivate such a place of growth and discipleship, family and community, then the people out there will want what we have. They'll sense the fruit of God's Spirit among us. They'll want the love, joy, peace, goodness, meekness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control that we have and is being displayed among us. They're going to want that and come in. And so that's how we're going to effectively impact this community. Now, how do we do this? How do we operate as a church and make sure things get done and are being accomplished? Well, as Paul went into each city, he established elders over each church. The eldership of this church is the spiritual leadership that watches over the spiritual health of the church. Are we fulfilling our call and our vision? Are we doing that? And the elders watch over that. They uh, are concerned with the spiritual state and condition of this flock. And so the lead elder or the ruling elder is me, the pastor. And so as the pastor, they ask the pastor to oversee this work and to accomplish it. And so as a pastor, I am then able to hire shepherds, pastors that help me fulfill that duty and do the work of ministry to equip the saints. As pastors, we develop groups and leaders and raise up leadership like the outreach, uh, missions work, the, the uh, prayer ministries, and, and different, the deacon ministry, and different ministries that function in the body to get the job done, ministering to the entire congregation. And that's how we're established. The present elder board that we have at this time is Rich White, Ron Tolfrey, Dan Hitz, and myself. The elders, we meet at this point, we're about every other week, every other Tuesday we've been meeting. COVID has interrupted that quite a bit. But we'll Zoom together and meet every other week. Now, as the ruling elder and the head pastor, uh, I have hired uh, a staff of ministers to help accomplish our goals. The pastors that we have on staff are myself, Pastor Ron Zettel is our associate pastor. Pastor Greg and Pastor Emily are family pastors. And Pastor Steve is our administrative pastor. Each of them has a place in which they are overseeing and ministering 
to disciple and raise people up so that this church runs well. Pastor Ron is over the spiritual care of this community. He counsels and ministers and prays, overseeing all of our prayer ministries, overseeing our counseling ministries, and uh, the prophetic teams and healing teams. Uh, Pastor Greg and Pastor Emily are our family pastors. They make sure that the the health and well-being of our families are being taken care of, from the children to the teens and to the adults within that family. They're watching over them. Last of all, Pastor Steve is the administrative pastor. He's taking care of finance and the calendars and the administration of running and functioning all of these activities. That's how we get the job done. That's how we work together to see this uh, accomplished. Now, our goal as we've prayed, the pastoral staff is the one who prays into the vision. Since we're hands-on in the ministry and seeing people and interceding for people, we're asking the Lord, what is the vision for 2022? How are we going to accomplish our vision to impact this community by making disciples of Christ? And we've been praying since October of last year. We've been meeting regularly. My staff meets twice a week. We meet at 9 o'clock on Tuesdays to discuss how Sunday went and how we're preparing for the rest of the week. We meet on Fridays to discuss how Wednesday went and how we're preparing for Sunday. I don't know any staff that meets that often and is that well connected. I've talked to a lot of churches and uh, I mean you can't have each other's heart if you're not meeting together. Amen? And so we regularly meet and the vision that God gave us through these meetings is this year person to person. We need to connect person to person. If there's anything we've learned from the last two years, isolation is not healthy. Isolation is not good, and we do not want to be isolated. We are not to forsake the assembling together as some have, but in these days, as the day approaches, we're to gather together. We need each other. We need to connect to each other. And so person to person is about mentoring and discipling each other. There's a a fine difference between mentoring and discipling. We're going to be teaching you that throughout the year. Some of you are going to move in mentoring. Some of you are going to move in discipleship. Both of them take person to person activities. One is living life together. Helping each other make choices and decisions. Walking with each other in faith, like-mindedness. That's mentoring. Caring for each other. Discipleship is teaching and training in the Word of God to obey all that Christ had commanded. And so we're all going to operate in that, and we're going to meet person to person. And to accomplish that, we've established a certain regimen and schedule and program to help you gain more access to people so that you'll relate person to person. I don't want to be Christ commute to church. I want to be Christ Community Church. But what we've done is we've become so isolated, we've just become a commuter church. We can't be that. We've got to be mentoring. We've got to be discipling. We've got to be in each other's lives. Now, you can't be with everybody, but you can find one. You can find two people to connect with and to relate to. Because you're not to live this Christian life alone. Everything that's being poured into you is so that it will pour out of you. God put rivers of living water in you so that what would happen? They'd flow out of you. 
And that's what we're going to accomplish person to person. We have three ways we're going to do this. Intentionally, engaging, and advanced. We're, we're uh, giving you these opportunities to become intentionally engaged in mentoring and discipleship. And so the first we want to show you is this. Simply, if you'll attend Wednesday services, Sunday services, you're going to be discipled. You're going to be mentored. Right now we're in the book of Acts on Wednesdays. We, we're all the way up into chapter 24 now. We're almost done. Uh, and I've learned so much. Wednesday nights are interactive. They're discussions. They're act activity where we're studying the word together. You're going to be discipled through that. You're going to meet people, learn people, and grow together. Sunday services are about getting the word of God, being instructed by the word of God, and having an experience in the Holy Spirit having a download from God, meeting with God person to person. And so if you will intentionally commit to coming to church, you will be mentored and discipled at this assembly. Amen? I would encourage you to join our fellowship hour in between services. The reason we do that is because we have bagels and cream cheese. No, the reason we do that is so that you'll meet people person to person. Say it with me. Person to person. Right? The bagels and the cream cheese is a bonus. We want you to get to know each other. We want you to talk to each other. You know what? Salvations happen down there. Ministry happens down there. Care happens down there in the fellowship hall because we begin to open up and talk. And we begin to communicate. If you'll come to those fellowship hours, you will intentionally be uh, meeting person to person. Another way is service teams. Get engaged. Get involved. Become part of the deacon ministry. Become an usher. Become a greeter. Get engaged in the children's ministry. Get involved in sound or in uh, uh, media or, or somehow. Any ministry you can think of, serve bagels. Get involved with the church and you will start meeting people person to person. Join the events we've got scheduled. Party in the park in August. We have fun with these things. Get involved. The different ministries, be intentional. Say for 2022, I want to become intentionally mentored and discipled. Amen? If you'll show up, you will be. Amen. Thank you, Dean. Engaging effort. This takes it to another level. We've got Wednesday night classes that are specialized to give you life enrichment, to teach you to go a little further in your walk and to gain more maturity. Right now, our, our uh, life enrichment class that's coming up is a grandparents class. Many grandparents are raising kids now. You thought your time was done, and guess who shows back up? So you're caring. You need help with each other. You need to mentor each other. You need to relate to each other. And so join a class, a small class. You begin to meet each other person to person. Relationships begin to develop that last. We've got men's fellowships. Every Monday night, men, you can come on out and meet with the other men, discuss the issues that you're going through, gain strength as men, pray together, pray for each other, mentor each other, meet each other person to person. And once a month, we're specifically having an event uh, for the men 
the third Monday of each month, we're going to have an event that will bear uh, a greater opportunity for person-to-person -person connectivity. Not all of you can come out on a Monday night. You're working or you were here Wednesday night and Sunday. So <clears throat> at least once a month you can connect and have uh, a special event night with the men. The Women's Fellowship, same thing. Once a month, the second Tuesday of every month, there are going to be women fellowships so that ladies, you can connect, you can minister together, mentor each other, get to know each other, and build relationships person to person. We also have a mom-to-mom -mom ministry for Women's Fellowship that is beginning for women with children five and under. And uh, how many of you know we're starting to have a lot of babies in this church? A lot of young families. And uh, <laughs> I see that hand. <laughs> and so, uh, praise God. And there's a chance. Uh, moms need other moms to know how do we handle this? How do we do it? And uh, we need to mentor each other. That's biblical. The Bible says we're to help each other in life. Learn how to get through life with each other. This summer, we're going to reintroduce home groups. We're going to have home fellowships together. Amen. You'll have an opportunity to sign up for that, be a part of that. We're going to have a curriculum for that so that you don't have to worry about coming up with something, but facilitating person-to-person -person relationship, having about 10 people in your house or so, and, and just coming together to meet and know each other and pray together and mentor and disciple one another. That's building the kingdom of God. That'll be coming this summer. We'll share that with you. Last of all, just the different events. We've got a marriage retreat coming up in just a couple weeks. We encourage you for that. It's going to be a great time. And uh, again, couples mentoring couples. That is the kingdom of God. Listen, there's, there's more to life than YouTube instructional videos. No, it's true. It's true. We're so... We're so occupied learning everything from some guy or some woman you don't even know, talking as if they're important to you and we believe them. How about we live life together? How about we mentor each other? Amen? That's what we need to do. Now, we've got even more advanced person-to-person -person activities so that you can really press in. We'd love for you to join an outreach team. This year, we're going around the world again or locally in the city. But join an outreach team. Being part of a mission team, you join in with the other members of that team and you regularly meet and learn the culture you're going to be going to. You learn how to respond as a team. You learn how to communicate. You grow together. Then you are sent on your mission. And on your mission, you're activated by God to perform and do the will of the Lord in that place. And you're stretched beyond your capacity, but you have person-to-person -person relationships with your team, caring for each other. And when you come back, you build relationships that last. We're going to be going to Pakistan this year. In November, from November 4th through the 18th, we're going to be going to Ecuador again, September 3rd through the 10th. We're going to be going to Voice of the Martyrs in Oklahoma, October 23rd to the 29th. And we're also going to have our Detroit outreach once again that was very successful down at Peacemakers and uh, three other ministries in Detroit, uh, September 11th through the 17th.
One thing we're not doing this year is McCrest because McCrest has finally opened their house that they've been working on for so long. So praise God for that. Uh, many of you helped and participated in the Katrina mission where we cleaned up a block in the city of Detroit. We'll be doing that again. Another area where we want you to get engaged is our prayer gazebo. Maybe you're not ready to go out to Detroit or maybe to Pakistan, but if you join in our prayer gazebo right out front, we call it our front porch ministry, it's meeting this community. We've had thousands of people come through that gazebo for prayer. Lives changed. People's needs met by prayer. You begin to become person-to-person -person related with the workers there, but also the community. People keep coming back. We're known in this community. We have effectively impacted this community because of the disciples of Christ that are in that gazebo praying for people. Amen? Come on out. Also, on an intense level of discipleship and mentoring, we are going to have the Navigator's Discipleship class. Craig Beichelman is going to be teaching this, and he's going to take you through the Navigator's uh, um, manuals on how to disciple. This is for people who are seriously going to become a discipler. You're going to learn how to disciple someone else so that they become a discipler of someone else, and you begin to disciple, to disciple, to disciple, to disciple. It's the work of multiplication, and once you get started, you're going to love it. So that class, look for that as well. That's how we're going to do person-to-person -person ministry with deliberate uh, and intentional person-to-person -person mentoring and discipling. I hope you can get behind that and see that when we do this, we're going to have an impact. Now, what are some of the other things, some other special efforts that we're going to have? Every fifth Wednesday night of the month, we're going to have a worship night where we're just going to seek the presence of God in worship on Wednesday nights and ask the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Also, the first Sunday of every month is our Sunday night prayer. This year, we're focusing on it, calling it throne room prayer. We're meeting the first Sunday of every month to, from the advantage of the throne room, bringing the will of God into the earth. Instead of asking for things from God, we're going to posture ourselves from the will of God, declaring it to come forth. And uh, that's going to be a great time as well, every first Sunday of the month. Also, um, we'll have music and we'll have worship as integrated part of that, as is in the throne room of heaven. We're also going to be celebrating the Hebrew feasts this year. We're going to be going through Pentecost, Passover, Purim, uh, Feast of Tabernacles, the uh, Feast of Atonement, and uh, we're going to be going through all the Hebrew feasts together so that we can learn the depth of who Messiah is and what he fulfilled for us. Part of that is because God's timetable is Israel, and how many of you know the clock is ticking? And the deeper we understand the salvation through Israel, through Messiah, we'll have a deeper understanding of being mentored in him. Last of all, we're going to have special local outreaches. We want to, again, impact the community. One of those got canceled because of COVID back in 2020, but we've invited him back. Our evangelist, Joe Odin, is uh, going to be coming. He'll be here just next uh, a couple weeks on February 6th. 
uh, Joe will be with us. And then April 29th through May 1st, he's going to teach us how to, how to evangelize and get out into this community and door-to-door and prayer walk and meet and minister to families in this community, person to person. Amen? That's how the gospel operates. We touch lives. We reach people person to person. A couple other new uh, activities and efforts we have is we've uh, got a new creative team. We had some folks come to us uh, with expertise in this and volunteer for it to create uh, another level of communication. If you're going to work person to person, you got to work on your communication skills. How many of you know that? And so we're upgrading our communication skills as a church. We, these, this creative team is going to work with our media, with our website, with our uh, Instagram accounts, with our Facebook accounts, and begin to see daily, regular uh, outreaches of communication from Christ Community Church. So I would highly recommend that you get us on Facebook, you get us on Instagram, you'll get regular reminders and inspirational thoughts coming to you from Christ Community Church. We're also creating, this team is going to be creating experiences once a month. We want to create an atmosphere of person-to-person relationship to engage you. So once a month in the church, and you'll see it as you leave out here, you're going to be engaged in an activity so that it reminds you of what we're doing, it gets you talking to one another, and relating person-to-person to create an atmosphere of communication Uh, and another level of presentation of Christ among us. Amen? And that's a volunteer group we're really excited about. Uh, With that, we've also got a new communication system that has been developed. We're no longer going to be using MyC3 Roseville. We're moving to Planning Center so that our church uh, guide and calendar and uh, uh, program so that you can get people's phone numbers and contact each other and relate to each other is going to be on a new program with Planning Center called Church Center. And so this way you'll be able to stay communicating and in contact with each other person to person. I think it's going to be a really good effort on our parts. So I'm excited about this. Albert, how about you? Anybody excited about this? All right. We're building community building ourselves person to person and relating to each other in greater ways than we ever have before. Now, with that, we need to take just a minute and celebrate God's provisions. We want to thank God for what He's done for us. Many of you have stayed healthy. Thank God you've gotten through different COVID situations. Through it all, God's been faithful with stewardship. We want to celebrate Look at our budget for 2021 was $574,384.40. We went a little above that budget on expenditures because we had some building problems. We had to replace gutters on this uh, sanctuary roof because the water coming off was too much for the drainage system. Had to do that. We had to get a new furnace for the youth center. Um, Some of our costs were... Towards the end of our deaf ministry, we paid to have an interpreter here. We didn't, and so those are just different costs. Uh, but above all of that, our budget was 574384 
Christ Community Church, you gave $615,197,000. Amen. Well above the budget. That's awesome, isn't it? That is amazing. So we praise God for how you've given and what you've given, and it has sustained the ministries of this church to continue to move forward even in these crazy times. I thank God for that. You know what? We didn't have to ask the government for a loan. We didn't have to ask them for anything because the people of God sustained the church. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Now, next year's budget, so you're aware of it, we have increased it by $19,000. We are asking for a budget of 593 dollars Uh Again, continually you're giving well over 600000 so we're in a good range here for the budget. The reason of increase is our health benefits have gone up and some of our building needs have uh, got to be pursued as well, some replacements and some work. So... Uh, we're excited about that and the fact that we're going to meet budget again. So here's uh, last of all, we have one last effort that we're going to make. We feel very led by the Lord. Now is the season. Some of you may wonder about this. Are you sure it's the season? Yes, it is. We're going to pay off the mortgage on this church. We're done. It's time to be out of debt. So we're going to have a very short uh, stewardship campaign from September through December. Some have asked, can I start giving now? If you want to, you can. But we're going to start this campaign from September to December. There'll be different ways for us to be engaged with it, to be uh, involved in it. I believe that we're going to be able to accomplish it. You ask, how much do we owe? $347,927. I believe that we're not going to have a problem with paying that off. And by next vision meeting, we'll be celebrating this mortgage paid off. Amen? Amen. I know we can do it. Look, at this church raised a million dollars to do all the renovations, and we paid that without any charge or anything. So I believe we can do this, no problem, and we'll be encouraging you to do that. Amen? We're going to pay it in full. I believe that it's time to do that. We don't know the way this, uh, the government is, the way finances and economics. We do not want to be in debt. We want to be clear and free so that as a church, we don't rely on anybody else but the body of Christ. Does that make sense to you? Amen. So this is our focus. This is our, pers- our purpose. This year, we're going to be personally relating to each other, mentoring and discipling one another, living life together, calling on each other, caring for each other. We're going to learn to grow into the body of Christ, person to person. We need each other. We're going to be connected. And so that's our focus this year. I hope you're encouraged by it. Amen.